Okay, today's daf is daf yud, and we begin the second parak. Let's begin. If you bring produce from chutzlaaretz and bring it to Eretz Israel, they are bechala. So, despite the fact it's produce from chutzlaaretz, um, because it's well, let's uh, we'll explain this soon. But let's pre- presume that it's been made into dough in Eretz Israel, then it's chayiv in chala. If, however, we take some produce from Eretz Israel, some wheat, and take it out, and then make chala in chutzlaaretz. Why? Because Rabbi Eliezer says it seems to be also Perot Eretz Yisrael Achayvin. Which Rabbi Kiva says, no, we go what's called, uh, I'll read you Rabbi Chaim. So he says, we always go Pshat Gilgul when the, when the dough is prepared. As long as the Gilgul, in other words, if it's needed in Eretz Israel, it doesn't matter where it came from, the original flour. And if it's made into dough outside Israel, it doesn't matter if it, even if it's produced from Eretz Israel, we're Pater. Okay, so it seems to be from our mission of Machlok, it is only regarding produce that was in Eretz Israel that went out, but not the other way around. If it's from out, from imported wheat, if you like, made it to dough in Eretz Israel, everyone agrees you chayv, and we'll discuss that in the beginning of the Gemara, so I won't go in, into any more detail. Let's continue. What happens if there's some soil on a boat and it's coming to Eretz Israel? We say, So read your Chaim. He says, Once it's within the Tchum of Eretz Israel, even still in a boat, it already is considered like it's growing in the land of Eretz Israel. Importantly, he says, this is the boat has a perforation in it. However, what's going to happen to the boat if you've got a hole in the boat? Well, no. The boat is the water isn't seeping through. Because the soils are the base of the boat and it's blocking up the hole. Because it's drawing sustenance from the ground, meaning the soil is still connected, if you like, to the ground, despite the fact there's an ocean in between that and the ocean floor. The, um, we say, the boat didn't have a hole, like a, like an like a potted plant that doesn't have a hole in it. So we look at this floating boat like an atzitz, like an atzitz, if you like a pot. If it has a hole, it's considered chayv deraita. Now it says, you might think that despite the fact so you thought the Yamagadol, the Mediterranean Sea is the border of Eretz Israel. One second, we're going to learn, we're going to learn later on. What exactly the borders of Eretz Israel are? What's considered the Tchum of Eretz Israel as well? What happens? You take a line. I think we've seen this in Dafyomi, not so recently, but anyway. I think it is. There's a line that goes along the edge of the coast of Eretz Israel and encompasses some of the oceans. So if there's a boat in there and it has a little hole at the bottom and there's soil in it, Already, that's all as if it's like attached to the ground in Israel. Anything grows in Chayi B'Trumas Amas or in Chayi Mishvit. However, Am Rabbi Yehuda says, Me'ematai, that's That's only when the um, the boat has actually come up on, like, on the shore. Okay, why? I read your In other words, if it's floating the ocean and you've got the gap of, like, let's call it air, but really water that's separated between the soil and the ground, then it's not your neck min ha'ar. It's not drawing sustenance from the ground. So therefore, the, in order to be considered now, the soil on the earth can be considered part of Eretz Israel, anything growing in it, it has to like come up the banks of the shore. Okay, fine. 
Um, let's continue. Uh, what if it's uh, needed with may peyrots, with juices? We're saying chaydin bechal are still considered a dovi chayv, separate chala. However, suavod. Yisodot means with tamer hands. Why can you eat it with tamer hands? Meaning just tamer hands, a shein the because since it was needed with may peyrot, it didn't become susceptible to tumah yet. Meaning, if you recall, for a food to become susceptible to tumah, it has to come into contact with one of the seven liquids. So therefore, you can, if you might, if there is mafresh chala, it can mafresh chala with a dime of silver without what doing it to like a dime with the hands being shein the and it won't make a tamah. However, for coin himself, his tamah, there's no question he can't eat this chala. Okay. Final case in the Mishnah, He were talking about, can, can someone separate chala naked? Now, what's the concern? The concern is making a bracha. So a woman is able to do so because as she sits on the floor, she's able to cover over her private parts, which a, a male is anatomically different, and he's not able to do that even if he sits on the floor, therefore he cannot do so. Okay? He's not able to cover up his private parts by sort of like sitting on the floor. That's the Mishnah. Let's have a look at the Gemara now. Now I'm going to share the screen here and we'll begin. So the Gemara says, Perkutzla'aret, the Ketiv. So what, what I'm showing you on the screen on the right-hand side is the way our Mishnah has it. If you have a look, that is that if it's Perkutzla'aret that comes to Israel, everyone agrees it's Chayev. We're going to see now the reason for that. And the Machlok, it's only if we're talking about Eretz Israel, Shiyatsumi Kanasham that was taken out. So Gemara explains that. Ktiv, how do we know? Why is that that everyone seems to agree that if it's Perat Chutzaretz, it came to Israel, you have to separate Chala? That's because the Torah says, Ela Aretz Asher Ani Mevi Etchem Shama. That's what the Torah says. When it's in Al-Darul in Israel, Al-Talahem, Bevochem, Al-Aretz Asher Ani Mevi Etchem Shama. And then it continues talking about Ha-Prashat Chala. Vayabochem Yelechem Ha-Aretz, Tamimu Truma La-Hashem. So because it says Shama in it, so meaning it's there, the location itself, it's mechaev, someone to separate chala. So it's tola, I'll read Rebchaim, it says, you always chayev there in Israel, even if the produce came from chutzlaretz. Okay? That it's dependent on where you are and not the payroll. That's what the first pasuk is. Okay? Ah, but there's an intimachlok elsewhere. It seems like Rabbi really is. It's also Machmir, we'll see later on, by Peretarats as well. Okay? However, the Gemara says, Tani, that is Udivre Rebbe Meir. That's a Shidra in Meir that understands a machlok like that, like we have on the right side. However, Avaldivre Rebbe Yehud, as you see on the left side of the chart, is actually the opposite. The Peret Chutzla Aretz, Shenich Nasala Aretz, if we're talking about imported wheat, we have the machlok bit in the opposite way. In that situation, Rebbe Leezer's Potter, he says it's exempt, and Rebbe Kiva's Mechaev. Why? That is because that Rebbe Eliezer always goes by the produce, if you like. So I don't care where this is occurring, if it's per it's Australia Chayev, and if it's not, you're not. Whereas Rebbe Kiva says it depends where it, the Gilgul has happened, when you've uh, prepared the dough. So let's have a look at the basis of the Shittot. So my time at the Rebbe Yezer, what's the Rebbe Yezer? It says, Lechem Ha'aretz. <clears throat> when the Torah says, it says, Meaning, Lechem Ha'aretz, Lo Lechem Chutz Laaretz. So you see, it's the, dependent on the produce, the Lechem that's produced in the land. Okay, that's why it's, we go by that. However, what my time at the Rebbe Kiva, what does Rebbe Kiva, what does he base it on? As we see, you can sort of see, I'm moving down the chart here. He says, no, because it says, Ela aretz ashi'ani mivi etchem shama. 
it depends. I, I'm bringing to the land. Shama there. That's what you're chayiv. Meaning shama atem chayivim. Bein beperdaritz, bein beperd chutzaritz. So he points to um, the pasuk prior to that. That seems to me the chal is dependent on location. Meaning there. That's where you chayiv, irrespective of where the uh, produce came from. Okay. So now, as we, as with any discussion, the Gemara, when you bring sources for each shit and they each bring different sources, the question is, okay, what do the other sides do with the source of their opponent? So the Gemara says, What does Rebbe Yezer do with Shita Rebbe Akiva? Who says, Shama implies it's location dependent. So he says, So there, I have to add the words of the Gemara inserts. It says, Meaning Shama is indication, not location, but it's indicate, meaning it's location dependent, meaning Shama is the Peirota Aretz, meaning the produce that's found there that one is Chayavid. So it's still dependent on Peirot. Okay. Now it continued as follows. Charai Bashem Rebelazar said the Rebba Bashem Rebelazar or Birhila Bashem Bashem Rebishima Melakish says, Kach Mishib Rebbe Akiva et Rebelazar. This is where Rebbe Akiva responded to Rebelazar. Says, Ain at Modili, don't you agree? Meaning, we know in the Torah, as soon as I came into Eretz Israel, they were chayiv in separating chala. Correct? Therefore, umatsu kemachim v'salatot. If they found flour or, or fine flour, they'd be chayiv in v'chala. Nachon? And we say, v'lav gidulei patur. And in other words, before Am Yisrael went to Eretz Israel, was a chayiv separating chala? No. That means, when they entered Eretz Israel, the wheat that grew there, that was already ready for them to produce challah from, was equivalent to, if you like, wheat that grew in Chutzla'aretz. You hear? Because it was Gidulei Patur, because it already grown in Isman Patur, so it's like growing in Chutzla'aretz. Okay? And therefore, and nonetheless, what? Nonetheless, the Chayim is separating challah. Oh, no, 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 no. How, how can he? Sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt, Why? but, but Ertisol always had a Kedusha. It's just when we came in, it had an extra dimension that now we are we are now, that's totally for us, that we are now M'chuyovim B'mitzvus at Luis Ba'oretz. But Eretz Yisrael always had the Kedusha. Okay, it's not necessarily dependent on Kedusha here. We're talking about the fact of the mitzvah of Chala. I mean, the mitzvah of Chala only began then. Yes, because so we mak- came so in. So we grew in a Makom Patur. <laughs> the Rabbi Yisrael couldn't give the mitzvah to a Goy. Okay, one second. We'll get to this in a minute. Your, your, okay. your answer, your, so your um, issue you're having with this Gemara, the Gemara presents itself in a slightly different way. Okay? Uh, I Sorry. just want to add to what uh, uh, Eddie said. We see that they also had to bring the Omer, right? When they ah, the, that's the end of the Gemara. The end of the Gemara is going to talk about that as well, uh, how, 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 how the Omer played into it, okay, in terms of Matir Chadash, how it works. So I we'll saw Menachem turn the page. I saw Menachem turn the page. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll get to Menachem's point because that's that ends up being even sharper, you'll see soon. But... Um, but I'll say, it says, in other words, already Rokhaim, Otam Kemachim, Dahagadlu Kodem Biatam, Ukhutzla Aretz Damir, they're like Chutzla Aretz produce, why? Vafilu Hachi, Nazichayim Bechala. So, so, who are the imperial Chutzla Aretz as well? And it says, Vahu Mekabel Ninei, and he accepted it. Hu Mekabel, when I read Rosh Sirilio, meaning, Kabel Rebeliezer, Chubato, Vahodalo, in your greed. And that's why Vahainu Diktani Stamatniti, and that's why our mission in the beginning, which is like Rabbi Meir explained, if you like, that means everyone agrees that it's Chayev. The debate is only the other way around. Okay? So now, I'm Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi says, Tmiani Ech Rabbi Akiva Motiv et Rebeliezer. 
I don't understand Rabbi Akiva even brought this kasha, and I also understand why Rabbi Eliezer would have accepted the kasha. What's the reason? It's not an issue of Tushra Ta'aretz, because he's got his explainings. Taman Adshelo Nichnasula Lemafreya Yarshu. The Amr Rabbi Yohuna, Rabbi Huna, Beshem Rabbi Shmuel Barachmani, Zelazaracha, and I'm going to give it to you, Zara, Inktiv. And rather, it says, Lazhanatati, I've already given it to them, Kvarnatati. So let me read Reb Chaim. He says, Kulamar, Mishum, in other words, this is on Adshin Nikshul Nikhzul Mafreya Yarshu, meaning, Kulam Misham Lake Araya, you can't bring a proof to that. Why to me, Yan Kishin Nikhnasula Aret Yarshuota, Lamafreya, Mione Avraham, meaning when they came into the land, they were Yorishit, Lamafreya, as if it was always there from the time of Avraham Avinu. So therefore, it grew in Makom Chayav. Which is a kind of like you were trying to say with the Kedusha. However, Hilkach, the Knisatan la Aretz, even though it wasn't really Kedusha yet, but in a, Afa, Afa said, Af Masha Gadal Kodem Lechen, Keshgal Beretzel Bechiyuhu. Now, where's the proof that it was Kiilu Gru Bechiyuhu? Because it says, Zara, it didn't say Lazar in the Passover, Lazaracha Eten. I will give the land to your, your offspring, but rather I've already given Lazacha, the Passover says, Lazacha Natati. Meaning, I read Reb Chaim. Zeh Makadosh Baruch Hu LaAvram. Lazacha Natati Daaretz. V'Lokdiv Lazacha Eten. Mashma. What does that imply? Kvar Natati. Already given it to them. V'Halo Nichnasu LaAretz Elachar Shotzayotzayam Mitzrayim. But they haven't gone into Eretz Yisrael yet. V'Halchu B'Mimbarabim Shana. They were in the Mibra for forty years. El Michanat Alamed. From here you learn. Deshemeh Nichnasu LaAretz LeMafreya Yashoto. Once they came into land, it was as if LeMafreya they were already Yorish and it was then all the way there's all the way to the time from Malvavino. That is the argument Reb Yossi said. Okay, obviously, I don't understand that there was even a kasha, and I understand Rabbi Elias would have accepted it because he bases on this idea that once I came to Israel, it wasn't like it was Chutzaretz until then; it was like it was there all along. Okay, that's what the Bichayim Okay, let's continue. Now, Mama came Rabbi Kiva time the Rabbi because it says, if you remember, it says Lechem Haaretz, Lechem Haaretz. It says, and now Rabbi Eliezer has tried to prove that means only only that which is comes from um, the produce from Eretz Israel. Rabbi Kiva says it's location dependent, not on not on where the produce came from. So what does he do with the pasuk lechem aretz? It says This is a chiddush here. Now this is referring to a boat that's you've had dough. If you like, it was cooking in an oven, if you like, but only caramel panea if or it crusted over once it came into Eretz Israel. Even then you'd be chayv, despite the fact the dough was rolled, if you like, prior to that point in chutzlaretz. Despite the fact it's chutzlaretz, this is Rabbi Kiva again. Could be chutzlaretz produce chutzlaretz, and it was made into dough chutzlaretz. But if it turned, it was crusted over and turned into lechem in Eretz Yisrael, then yechayim. That's a chiddush. I read it because it's important. He says, um, he says, Rabbi Kima Farsh Lahaykra lechem aretz love me peritar. It's not to tell you where the produce has to come from. El shansa lechem baaretz it turned into bread. It's chayev. Vim bechutzlaretz patur. Michanu lamedafilu igalgela haisa bechutzlaretz. Even if it's turned into dough in chutzlaretz. Im, sorry, im karmul panea betanur, if it crusted over minachut lifnim within the tumer Israel, hainu b'tumer Israel, chayevet. The alpha governor, this is important. The shad gigul hum b'chay b'chala, despite the fact that it's already considered tevel, if you like, when it turned, when you rolled it into dough, the mishak gilgul v'elech nitavla, and it's also still achila, asu b'achila, you can't snack from it. However, uh, that him, there's also another critical point after the Gugu, which is Krima, when it crusts over. 
And that is, if even if the shat gilgu, which it becomes, if you like, would have become tevel, happened in Chutzaretz, if the crust's over already in Israel, that's still enough to mechaiven in Chala. Okay? That's why, that's what, how it uses the pasuk when it says, even if it returns to lechem in the aretz, then you'd be chayv still in Chala. Okay? Now, so from here, Aldatur Bikiva, he Sfinata, that's a case of Sfina, Sfinat's coming in, the Krima is a critical point. He is Satgoi, this is the two different ways, different explanations uh, for this. One understanding, Rasulio is talking about someone, a, a Goy that converts. There's a machlok we say later on, what if he had dough when he converted? So according to Chachamim, well, Shat Chiyuv, it was, he was a Goy, so he's not Chayev. But Kiva, if it crusted over after he converted, then you're still Chayev. So crusting for Rebekiva is important. So not just case of Sfina, also for the Goy, and Hiachna Satan, also when they came to Eretz Israel. Okay, Shakol Holech Achar Krima Batanoi. Krima Batanoi is important, and then it adds Omorim Chachamim LeRebi Akiva Vachnasan LaAretz Shakol Achar Krima Batanur Mimad Rebi Akiva Meitiv Rebi Akiva Huma Kavol Bine. In other words, despite the fact we see later on, they're Cholik in the case of a, a Goy, and they're also Cholik in the case of the Sfina with Rebi Akiva. Meaning Rebbe Kiva says Krim is enough as long as that was Manbichiu, meaning in Eretz Yisrael, all when it was all in the Goy, after the Goy converted. And the Chachamim say no Gilgul when it turned over. That's a critical point. Nonetheless, Bachana Satana Aretz agree with Rebbe Kiva because of what we saw previously. Unlike Rebbe Yossi, he says he was Makabel Mene. So I'll read you. Um, I'll read you here. Um, here. Um, I'll read you. He, he, I want to read the Rosh Cerulio. It says Deim Matsu Yisrael Batzek Ba'afuch. If they found some dough. When they came to Eretz Israel, then and they baked it in bechala. Why? So we saw that it was makabel. The, the answer Rebbe Kiva. Then when they came to Eretz Israel, they were chayv in bechala, right? Because the aretz bebatzek even with dough. The efshad the taima. The question, the reason now it says possible. He he suggests why this case is different to the case of the Sfina or the goy. So the efshad the taima the modulay mishum the krab because the pasuk says denatati. I've given it to you. But love me time with the Riga, not because according to Rebbe Kiva, that crusting over is a critical point based on, you know, Milechama Aretz or things like that. But it's a different, like when they came into Eretz that was an exception because of the Pasuk, the, the Riboy of Natati, that even if they found dough and they crusted it over in Eretz Israel, they'd be Chayv in Chala. Okay, fine. Let's continue. Rebbe Yona Bayi Kamei Rebbe Yirmiya. Bashat, this is now your question, Menachem. Rebbe Kiva, Rebbe Yona Bayi Kamei Rebbe Yirmiya. Bashat, she nichnesu la'aretz, umatza kemach lecha. Now they came to Israel and they found some a um, some flour that was already still moist, meaning it grew a little bit still, like it's fresh, after they entered Eretz Israel. Would Israel Chadash apply to it? Amarle Lamaloi said, "Why not?" Okay, Akudon Leicha. Okay, that's presumably it grew a little bit after they came to Eretz Israel. What about that wheat that's already finished growing before they came to Israel? Is that also Chaimish? Does the din of Chadash apply to it? Amarle. Even if it was harvested, meaning the Easter of Chadash applied to everything they found in Eretz Israel. Then, if that's the case, even the stuff in the storerooms that also have Chadash would apply to. So then you got a question. What are they eat matzah from? Matzah, Saturday night, is, you know, on the 15th. The only matir chadash on the next day. So it means all the weight they had would be asum mishum chadash. So if you say the Yisrael chadash applied to basically everything that, that went into Israel, where did they get wheat from to, uh, to, uh, to have matzahs on, on, on Pesach night? So Amar Lei, uh, so Amar Abiyona, Mindanafkit, one I left, Tahit, Adelo Amratle. 
um, uh, you know, after he left, he's like kicked himself, says, why didn't I answer him as follows? Now, Shmir, he, this case is different. Why? Meaning the mitzvah eating matzah and they had no other option to give, had no access to any other, not like yashan wheat. So the mitzvah, mitzvah ase eating matzah was docha the mitzvah lotase of yashan. Okay. Ase docha lotase. Now the Gemara says, well, that, that's, that, that uh, rationale and doesn't work for everybody. According to Rabbi Yonah, that a mitzvah asay docha lotasay, even if there's no juxtaposition of the psukim regarding those two mitzvahs, we'll explain that in a minute, then it would work. Meaning any asay docha lotasay. Havadat Rabbi Yossi do amar ain mitzvah asay docha lotasay, docha la mitzvah belotasay, ele in ken haitaktu betzido. However, Rabbi Yossi says that when we say asay docha lotasay, that's only if they're written together. For example, most famous example is wearing tzitzit in the use of shatnas. They're written, they're written mamash one after the other, one next to each one another. And therefore, that's a, that's a case we've got to ask this docha next to him. That's when Rabbi, Rabbi Yossi says it's docha. However, here, chadash and mitzvah eating matzah are not mentioned one after another. So again, how did they eat matzahs when they came into Eretz Israel? So the, the one answer is mashu tagre goi mochrim lahem ishmael. Now there's two ways to understand this. One is that which was sold to them. What does that mean? One understanding is that's an answer on its own, meaning they were sold to them in Chutzaretz. Okay? They got some produce in Chutzaretz before they came to Eretz Israel. Another understanding is, no, they bought it from the Goyim in Eretz Israel, and you might think, oh, what are Israel Chadash? But don't worry, Kareb Ishmael. So this is, either this is a second answer or really one long answer. Why the Rabbi Ishmael says, Kol batora. Anytime it says, um, we saw this previously, by the way, and the exception to that was Chala. But anytime it says Kitavo ki, ki Aretz, or all the biot entering Israel, all those mitzvah that says Kitavo Aretz, that was Shneba Batora Lachar Abarasashana. That was after the seven, uh, the 14 years of seven of Kibush and Chiluk. And if you remember, we learned that previously, he, he learned that from uh, the mitzvah of uh, appointing a melech that was also only after. The 14 years when that came through. And the exception of that was, um, again, we said Chala. So therefore, you could answer like Rabbi Shema, meaning when they came into Israel, the Easter of Chadash hadn't yet begun. So therefore, they could eat all the wheat and there was no problem whatsoever. They could eat, they could make matzahs from any of the wheat there and there was no problem. Okay. So that's the shear today. Mr. Shem will pick up from this, uh, from tomorrow. The shear in the start will be a little shorter. But um, I'm sure you appreciate. It. Right. Can I Sorry. just can I just make can I just make a comment about what 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 Menachem said before? Yes. Menachem talked about about the Omer. The Omer is is totally bebeisamigdash because we needed to we needed to bring a korban. But but Chale is not is not totally bebeisamigdash. Yeah, we so we know that already that that um, that um, I think we so we learned previously that Chale was really high straight away. Okay. Yeah, but one second. They bought the Omer the first year, as soon as they came in. Sorry, say it again? So you ask, again? You, you're asking what they bought the Omer from? No, I said, didn't they bring the Omer as soon as they got into Etzisrol? The first I, year that they were in Etzisrol. I, 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 I assume so, but um, but this what we're, what we're, what we're, according to Rabbi Ishmael, that wasn't necessarily... Chadash and Yashan wasn't something that it was uh, related, like the Easter of Chadash didn't apply yet until for, like the 14 years later. 
So you can still offer the korban, presumably, I assume, but the Isra of Chadash had not yet begun. But I, yeah, I'm not sure if they, I assume they offered the, uh, the korban omer. I have to check it out. Uh, by the way, I just want to share with you guys something very interesting. Uh, in Brooklyn, there's many bakeries that are on the Hashkocha uh, of the Sachtas, which is basically like Satma. Yeah. And then there's the other Kashos organization. And the sure. main difference between the two of them is that Hisachtas uh, allows the Goy to take off challah, the dough, not to make the bracha. But, you know, at 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, it's not easy to get the Mishkiach to come in. So the Satma Hashkochas allow the the goys, the goyim who come in and uh, need the dough or whatever, they can separate the dough. When the Mishkiach comes, he will make the brocha. The regular bakeries, the ones that are, let's say, under the OU or whatever, they don't allow that. The Mishkiach must be there and take himself the, the hollow off the dough. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, that's very interesting because it's the hafrashi if you have the mitzvah. Okay, very interesting. The bracha is al al hafrashi shchala. Yeah, but the the hafrashi that makes a chala. Yeah. Okay. So you probably only ate from the zachdus, huh? No, I didn't. That's exactly. Okay, 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 okay. okay. All right, all right, gentlemen. Mitzvah shemos here tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. Out of.